Welcome back to the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast presented by BrotoFantasy.com. I'm your host, Tim Petrop, with my brothers, the only two twins that give you double that fantasy goodness, Michael and Jason Petrop. Oh, it is free agency time, baby, and we are back. It is the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Petrop, here with my bro, the man himself, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Nonstop Patrop himself, Mr. Hustle, Mr. Never Gets Tired himself, Jason Patropoulos. What up, Jay? I'm tired right now. I'd like to take a nap, actually. No. <laughs> you know, way to just, like, uh, completely shit on that intro. Like, I, I, I hyped you up, and then your first thing is like, oh, you're lying. I like to be honest with the people. I could use a nice power nap. A little, a little, uh, a little note behind the scenes right now. So, Michael, obviously, is not on the show right now, if you haven't noticed already. I know Michael and Jason sound alike, so it might might be a little hard to tell. But Michael, that was a joke, Jason. You didn't even chuckle. Your face didn't even crack even a little bit. But Michael's not on the show today. Too tired to laugh. (laughs) I usually go go um, to Michael's apartment to record. Uh, What used to be Michael and Jason's apartment, then Michael moved out to move in with his girlfriend in another apartment, so I, I would go there. They have a nice space. Uh, they got a, Michael's a nice space set up to podcast. It's very nice. Um, for, but today Michael's not on, and I got a sleeping kid, and I have a very thin door. So where do I record? Is the question. Right now I'm coming from you from inside my car. Uh, in the driver's seat, I'm staring at a steering wheel right now. You're stud. And you know sometimes you just gotta. You, just, you, it's it's about getting it, you know, we're like the post office, baby. We deliver no matter what, rain, sleet, or snow. Just promise me you're not going to try to drive and record. There's There are laws against that. For sure not going to do that. I'm I'm kind of just like, I'm mad paranoid right now. It's like super weird to be <laughs> podcasting in a completely transparent, like, vehicle. I'm just on the street, you know, in a car. Over under... <laughs> Over under two times, someone sees you in your car and asks if you're moving out of your parking spot. I already had one guy lurk on me for mad long, and I was like, oh, man, he's, like, too far away for me to, like, to like communicate with. And then he finally gave up after a few minutes. <coughs> so, yeah. Um, <laughs> now that you know where I am, a little sneak behind the scenes. Um, speaking of being in the driver's seat... We got free agents in the driver's seat. Ba-boom! <laughs> Hit that transition out of the park. Uh, we have free agents. That was a good one. <laughs> in the driver's seat. And we're going to be talking about all the free agents. On Today we're recording right now. It is 8 o'clock p.m. on the East Coast on Wednesday night. And this will probably go out on Thursday morning. So uh, to the patrons on Thursday morning, Thursday afternoon to the uh, to the listeners on all the podcast apps and such. And then, uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about the people who signed and some people who haven't signed, a little bit of talk about them. And, you know, by the time some people listen to this, we're going to be looking like either geniuses or fools. But either way, we're doing it. Got to put yourself out there. You know what I'm saying? Jason, currently not paying attention to me at all. So let me take this opportunity to, <laughs> to tell you about the Fantasy Football by Brodo app it is the only app you need the only one 
to dominate fantasy football. The fact is there is no other app where you can do all of your fantasy research in one place. Usually you have to be on the computer, and even after you, even when you're on the computer, you have to f- flick through tabs. And flicking through those tabs, you know, some of those are pay sites. We give you all the stats you need for free right now, and it is the Fantasy Football by Broto app. Download it for free. Did I mention it's free? And we have new features coming out so soon. The master wizard himself, the cooker with the pot, Santiago Casanova, is cooking at the moment, and he is getting, uh, he's get, it's, it's getting ready. So get it. It's this is not going to be free forever. I'm going to tell you guys that right now. Right now, the patrons over at Patreon.com are supporting us. Thank you to those patrons who support us. You're getting this entire episode, plus you're getting so much extra if you're a patron. But most importantly, you're you are supporting the brand. Well, most importantly to us, selfishly, you are supporting the the band, the brand. You are funding the Fantasy Football by Broto app, and you're getting all these extras on Patreon with it. So come on, be part of the Broto fam. We call it Broto fam for a reason because we're family on there. Come join the family. Patreon.com slash slash Broto Fantasy. Patreon.com slash Broto Fantasy. And the Fantasy Football by Broto app. You won't won't regret it. Let's just put it that way. Anyway, that's my pitch. And before we talk about seasoned vets, um, I'm going to tell you about the seasoned vet move I just made as a seasoned vet uh, podcaster. The reason I didn't, like... You said I wasn't listening to you earlier is because my Wi-Fi was cutting in and out and I was trying to figure out what to do. So just now, when you started talking about the app, I knew I wouldn't be needed for about two minutes. So I switched to my phone hotspot, completely lost you, came back, didn't miss a beat. <laughs> Yo, and we, we both are on T-Mobile and I'm on a hotspot right now. Shout out to T-Mobile. Just putting it out there. I also, you know, they're not paying me, but I do. I might own stock in T-Mobile. So, you know, <laughs> shout out to T-Mobile. Anyway, um, speaking of owning stock, if you own stock in some of these players this weekend, oh, boom, boom. Hey, oh, oh that's man. it. We're done. You're done. <laughs> I can't. It's stop. over. I can't stop. I can't stop. If you if you own stock in any of these players, your stock is going up because guys got paid days, Jason. Guys got paid days. But we're going to get to that in a second. But first. Man's got bread. There's so many trades. We're going to get to that in a second. Because the most unsurprising surprise in the history of sports, we didn't even have to wait that long for it to happen. Tom Brady, the GOAT, is back. He's coming back to the Buccaneers. It makes you think, was this kind of a power play for him to retire and then go join another team? Or him and Bruce Arians maybe on the rocks? That's kind of what my brain's thinking. But... Nonetheless, if it was a game of chicken, he lost. And now Tom Brady is here. He's back. And for me, personally, I'm extremely happy about it. I don't know about... I, I made it very clear that I am absolutely giddy the last two years not having to hate Tom Brady. I always loved Tom Brady, but I loved him and I really hated him. Now I get to just love him. And when you have the ability to be this next level thing that no one's ever seen before, why would you settle for just great? Just greatest of all time. Why not be the Babe Ruth of this shit? The guy who lives in lore. 
And now, like, he has a chance to do that. Is anyone going to blame Tom Brady if he sucks next year and he's just he has to hang it up? No one's going to blame him. He already retired. He's coming back now. No one's going to blame him. It's a win-win. And it's great news for all the Buccaneers' weapons, including a free agent they just signed, Russell Gage. Anyway, I can go on for days. Jason, what is, what is your, uh, what's your thoughts on the Tom Brady return to Tampa? Honestly, it's fucking awesome. It's great for the sport. The NFC South was looking like, honestly, one of the worst divisions of all time. And now one of the best quarterback of all time is back. So I love it. It's another competitive team. More weapons for fantasy. Sign me up for another year, Tom Brady. I'm honestly convinced he's such a machine that, like, the season ended. He said he was going to retire. But then he just kept to his insane workout and body by Tom Brady routine. And just thought to himself, if I'm going to keep doing this just because this is how I live my life, why not just suit up on Sundays? Makes logical sense to me. I mean, why not? Just do it. He's Tom Brady. No one's going to get mad at him if he doesn't want to practice during training camp and shit like that. Like, live your fucking life and then just suit up on Sundays. Yeah, the thing is, though, like, he didn't even do that, though. (laughs) Like, he could have done that, but he didn't. There was no, it's the offseason, offseason. Like, everyone's home. Everyone's on everyone's on pre-summer vacation. Someone got to change the Michael Jordan meme to a Tom Brady face saying, fuck them kids. <laughs> Man, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to be a party pooper right now. I'm joking. I don't think it's a bad father move to keep playing. I'm going to be a, a I'm going to be a fucking. Do you think it is? No, <laughs> I don't. And, and for the, all the people make it fun. Not going to lie. You, I see you. You're not fathers. Most of you, because I'm going to tell you this. As a father, I know it's my baby's only eight months, so I only got eight months experience. But like, just feeling that feeling, it's better for your kid to like witness his father do something extremely, extravagantly, heroically awesome to so many people than it is to like I don't know. He's. It's not like he's not spending time with the kids. He's still spending time with his kids. It's not like he's not spending time with his kids, but it's not. It's like, I don't know. That might be more valuable for the lessons of the kid because there's one thing my dad always told me that as a teacher for 10 years, I can tell you is true with kids too. You can tell kids all you want, but at the end of the day, they watch your actions and they learn from your actions and actions speak louder than words. And I think that that's a, a, a fair statement in the Tom Brady. Like, like he's got a, he's got a model wife at home. He's got great kids. That apparently he still kisses on the lips, so they they have to have some sort of close relationship, <laughs> right? You don't just kiss a, kiss a like absentee dad on the lips, like like you, there, there's love there. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Um, but anyway, yeah, Tom Brady is back. That is a that is great news for the Buccaneers, and it you know it makes you think. Like Leonard Fournette looked like he was gonna be out. He was like tweeting that he was out, and then he deleted those tweets, and then you know they got their their offensive lineman back. Uh, they signed two offensive linemen, although one offensive lineman uh, retired, uh, Ali Marpet. But at, but they just traded a fifth round pick to get Shaq Lawson from the Patriots. So they filled that gap in really quick. They wasted no time keeping that protection in front of Tom Brady. So uh, that offensive line, besides Ali Marpet, is probably coming back almost full strength. Plus with Shaq Lawson, who's been a really good guard. In his career, he's had up and downs, but he's been a pretty good guard. So, um, you love you I love just to, need see to cut it. you off. Yeah, I didn't want to cut you off in your trading thought. 
It's Shaq Mason. Shaq Mason. Oh you my god. Calling him Shaq, I Shaq Lawson. Lawson. This whole time. Oh my god. Yo, I yo, get me. And out I'm of like, here, when when did Shaq Lawson become an offensive lineman? Because that's news to me. I know Shaq Mason. <laughs> my bad. I I confuse my Shaqs. Shaq O'Neal, late night on TNT. Anyway, um, Shazam. Sh- <laughs> that was the great one of the greatest movies of all time. If if ridiculousness made greatness. Like Shaq, Shaq the rapping genie is one of the most nineties ninety things nineties things possible. You didn't really ever live in the. We you were born in ninety five. You don't really know the nineties. But if I had to describe the nineties to any person, it's uh, Shaq the rapping genie. That's how I would describe the nineties. Okay. <laughs> um, let's talk about a big wide receiver move. The biggest wide receiver move that we could have had. Amari Cooper. He gets traded to the Browns. The Browns. Also, release um, Jarvis Landry. They pick up Jakeem Grant, which is an interesting pickup. But the big news is Amari Cooper to the Browns. For me, I feel like this is a great fit. The only problem is I don't know if Baker Mayfield is going to be there. I don't know if you saw, but Baker Mayfield kind of like dropped a thank you to the fans today and talking about how his future is uncertain. And there was rumors that the Browns are meeting with Deshaun Watson today. So And, you know, Duke Johnson requested a trade. For I, I, I this I, it's like I don't, I don't really know what's going on, but the locker room has kind of lost Baker. It seems, and Baker is I don't know. Baker is a, an enigma right now. He's a conundrum because he's shown flashes of being great, but he hasn't had consistency. And you wonder if his style of play fits the offensive scheme of Kevin Stefanski. And that's that's the wonder. So, Jason, if you are a dynasty owner and you roster Amari Cooper, what are you happy about this movie? You sad about this movie? You indifferent? Like how you feeling? I don't like it at all. Hmm. Um, I'm not gonna roster any Amari Cooper this season. I could tell you that because his name's gonna make him drafted higher than where he should go. Amari Cooper. For the OG listeners of Brodo, um, was infamously hated by Michael and I when he was on the Raiders. Mari Pooper. As Mari Cooper, yes. As an extremely. No, you guys used to say Amari, Amari Pooper. I don't even remember that. But yeah, fine. Because <laughs> he's fucking poop. He's a dadu. Amari Daduber. Uh, uh, that one didn't work at all. I just. Dadu is my thing. So I got to change right. poo to dadu. No, no. You could have just. You know, poo, poo is dadu. It's interchangeable. <laughs> he was super inconsistent on the Raiders Super up and down You'll see he end the season as wide receiver 11 on the year But it's because of three blow-up weeks And he always did it against worse cornerbacks Every time Amari Cooper went up against a good defender He would get shut down And honestly It was basically more of the same in Dallas He just had Dak Prescott there To keep him up more to make his floor a little bit lower and to raise his ceiling a little bit higher. So I give most of Amari Cooper's credit to Dak Prescott. I've never I've never watched Amari Cooper play football and thought to myself, this guy is a number one receiver or this guy makes is a great route runner. Like he's I honestly believe he's average to above average in all aspects. So he needs a quarterback to help him. And Baker Mayfield's not that guy. We saw OBJ shine with Stafford. 
we've seen Baker Mayfield just struggle to get the ball to anyone. Apparently, the only guy he could have good games with is fucking Donovan Peoples-Jones. I think that I ADP, because of his name, Amari Cooper's going to be overdrafted. If I'm being honest, right now, gut instinct with the everything that's been deprived out of the out of the Browns locker room of Baker Mayfield's their quarterback day one. I'd rather take Jakeem Grant at ADP than Amari Cooper at ADP. Now I'm not saying Jakeem Grant's going to outscore Amari Cooper, but I think that with Jarvis Landry out the door, Jakeem Grant fits that slot profile more than Amari Cooper does. Jakeem Grant can make people miss more than Amari Cooper can. So those are two aspects, literally the only two aspects of in a football where Jakeem Grant's better than Amari Cooper. Like, don't get it twisted. Amari Cooper's a better overall player. Um, but when you have a quarterback like Baker Mayfield and an offense like that Kevin Stefanski runs, where they might even drop some gadget plays for Jakeem Grant, I wouldn't be surprised if Grant ends up as a wide receiver three flex play every week that you got for free, whereas Amari Cooper ends up dropping to like a wide receiver three flex play as well that you have to pay up for. Those are my initial thoughts about that move. All right, so Jason, obviously on the negative, I'm going to go to the to the opposite. Even if I don't, you know, I, I haven't evaluated the move to the point where I am I'm moving the needle so far in either way for Amari Cooper, but here's when I, when I do balance, because I do have Amari Cooper in a dynasty league. So when I balance the the sheet, the, the checkbook to, to say, right, how do you... How do you balance it on him? How, is he going to do better? Is he going to do so? Here's what I'm thinking. You got the bad side. I'll explain the good. The good is, if Baker Mayfield is the quarterback there, then the Stefanski scheme is very quick hitting, quick, 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 quick. And I think that's one reason why uh, Baker and Odell Beckham didn't have so much chemistries because Odell Beckham Jr. is not a possession receiver. Odell Beckham Jr. is a flashy receiver. He's he's the guy who's gonna burn people on the outside. He's the guy who's gonna make someone miss in the open field. He's the guy who's gonna break someone's ankles twenty five yards deep. Amari Cooper is not that guy. Amari Cooper is a possession type receiver. A, a guy that Amari Cooper reminds me a lot of growing up watching every day is Keyshawn Johnson. Right, Keyshawn Johnson was always that guy who he could make the tough play, but he was inconsistent and. He was a position possession receiver because he was willing to go across the middle, get the get the short routes, those ten yard outs, those ten yard button hooks, those ten yard uh, ins. Right, that's Amari Cooper's game, for the most part, because he has those quick feet. Right, so I think that if you're looking at PPR, this is a better fit than Odell Beckham Jr. for Amari Cooper. I mean, I, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, a a better for fit the for the Browns than than OBJ was. And a better fit for Baker than OBJ was. And might be that Baker, even though he's not as good as Dak, is a better fit for Amari Cooper because of those circumstances. So that is something to consider on the good side of could this actually be beneficial to Amari Cooper? Now, the problem is we don't know what's going on with the Browns. There's mad drama. There, you know, If they get to Sean Watson, ding, 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 big time upgrade, right? But, you know, with Baker, it's still a question. Especially if, like, Baker, you know, just straight up sucks again. I mean, everything changes if they get Deshaun Watson. How, you know, what are your thoughts on Deshaun Watson, man? Because, yo, this guy, man, like, he did some wild shit, bro. I'm going I'm to give a quick legal lesson because I always like telling this, um, saying this because it's, it's fun. It's interesting. 
um not not talking about like the actual conduct but like the legal lease is fun um oj is an example because a lot of people have been reacting OJ, to the criminal charges OJ Simpson? Yes, OJ Simpson. So I'll explain. The criminal charges were dropped for Deshaun Watson, and that's why everyone's like, oh, he was innocent. Let him play, yada, yada. I want him on my team. But the civil charges haven't been dropped yet. Um, and the difference between these two is that, so criminal, you're guilty or not guilty, and you either go to prison or not, or jail or probation or whatever. Civil is liable or not liable, and you pay money. And these have different burdens of proof. So for criminal, the burden of proof is beyond a reasonable doubt, which is, let's say, approximately 95% or greater. The jury thinks that you did it. Um, for civil, the burden of proof is preponderance of the evidence, which is essentially 51%, greater than or equal to 51%. So with O.J. Simpson, for example, he wasn't found guilty of murder but in his civil suit he was found liable for wrongful death and had to pay out for that so according to the legal system oj simpson was somewhere between 51 percent and 95 percent guilty guilty slash liable whatever you want to call it but he's out on the streets but he's out on the streets um so that's that's how the two things work differently um if you didn't know so that's why a lot of people are saying, you know, like just because he wasn't found guilty doesn't mean he didn't do it. There, there's truth to that. Um, but when the it's possible that the NFL really only cares about criminal charges. And if that's it, and I don't then Deshaun Watson's going to be on the field. He's and also he's civil. Gonna he's going to be suspended in some way. Civil cases could take a very long time as well. Um, he could just file motions up the kazoo. So I, I expect to see Deshaun Watson on a football field again. It, do you expect to see a week one? Legally, yes. I don't know if the NFL is going to suspend them. I can't. I don't know how the NFL um, disciplinary system works. So it's interesting because Jason, it, oh, and if you don't speak any legalese, burden of proof means the amount of shit you have to 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 present to prove you're correct. That's Burden of proof. Um, yeah. Man, he did some wild shit, bro. He did some. He did some really wild shit. I like if if I'm a whatever team brings him in, fan base. Because I mean, we have a we have a friend, and I'm not. I, I won't point. I won't. I didn't tell him. Like, it was in a private group chat, so I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna point it out because I don't know if he wants information like this shared. But he have who. He was thrilled that Mitch Trubisky went to the Steelers because it's like fuck Deshaun Watson. I don't want that guy. This guy's fucking going to massage parlors and trying to get girls to, you know, and doing inappropriate stuff. Like I'm, I'm, I don't want this guy. This guy's a piece of shit. And I don't, I don't want to root for him on Sunday. You got to wonder if there's that in a fan base, right? If the Saints fan base is just like, yo, what? I don't want to root for this piece of shit, especially if this guy like starts off cold because he missed a year and he's not in football shape. Starts off like 0 three, could get ugly. So I don't I don't I don't know. I if do. It's, yeah, I, I do. I do want to add too. like a lot of people crown Deshaun Watson and he's a mad good quarterback. Let's not get it twisted. He's awesome. But let's not let la- I also act like the Texans were Super Bowl candidates every year under Deshaun Watson. I think so. The- I do think it also matters what team he goes to, because if he goes to a team that's complete and he's that final piece, then, yeah, sure. Maybe they'll win the Super Bowl. 
But what have we seen from Deshaun Watson that says he can go somewhere like the Browns and take that next step? Last time we saw him on the field, he was going fucking four and 12. And he just had a year off. And the Browns aren't a good team around anything, around anywhere. <laughs> I think it's a, it's a little bit of a stretch. I think there's no doubt that Deshaun Watson's an elite quarterback. I think that you're right if he starts off super slow, then there might be some some but then again like cuz a team you got to like if you're a team, you're going to have to trade two to three first round picks. Like we've ne- in the NFL there's never been a guy in the middle of his prime at 26 years old on the ascension getting traded like this. It's never happened before ever at quarterback. So there's no precedent for it. Is it two first-rounders? Is it three? Is it four? Is it five? You don't know, and you're paying this price. You're paying this price in, in order to acquire a guy who you don't even know might get, might get suspended for a very long time, might get shunned by a fan base. It's a, uh, I don't know, man. It's a, uh, at, at the same time, though, elite quarterback. By the way, peek behind the curtain as well. Uh, the fat cat that runs my neighborhood is getting super fat. Like, I just saw him, he's like, yo, Jason, you got to see this guy. This is a fat-ass cat, and he runs the neighborhood. He's like the big boss man in the neighborhood. It's, it's crazy. See the fat kitty. Yeah. that's That guy's the, that guy's the mafioso of, of of my street. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. But either way, whoever whoever Deshaun Watson goes to, like, if he goes to the if he goes to the Panthers, bro, that pa- the Panthers are going to win – Probably for years and years the and Panthers years. The Panthers would become a Super Bowl contender, yes. Right away. Right if away. If Deshaun Watson ended up on the Browns, I'd probably be taking the under on Vegas. Hmm. Interesting. What, are you not a Stefanski guy or you just don't believe in the Browns? There's too much drama? Or... I just don't think they're a good enough team. Um, speaking of not good enough, oh boy, Jason. What, what web is the world in right now where Christian Kirk gets four years and $72 million to join the Jaguars. I don't fucking know, man. And people are rejoicing. Like, I've seen so many people being like, the Jaguars are going to be a problem next year because they got, hold hold up, wait for it, Christian Kirk and Zay Jones. And don't forget about Evan Ingram. And throwing a little Evan Ingram. Yo, it's like the Jaguars. You ever seen Harry Potter where you could like take the thoughts out of the mind and put in like the bowl and you could see the dream or whatever? You're not a big Harry Potter person. But I feel like the Jaguars just did that to every idiot on Twitter, threw it into a bowl and came up with those three names. The best thing Zay Jones ever did was stand up backwards in some crazy moonwalk way. Bro, that was that's some crazy shit. If you guys haven't seen that video, you need to see that. Zay Jones. The best thing that Christian Kirk ever did magic was convince the fucking Cardinals to draft him in the second round with lower than 50th percentile combine numbers in a bunch of shit at 5'10 and 200 pounds. Oh, big deal. Who the fuck are you, you scrub? And then the only Whoa. thing that Evan Ingram ever did Whoa. was have a good rookie season. So the fucking anchoring bias from 88 years ago that people still cite as to why you should have drafted Kyle Pitts and blah, 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 blah. Tight rookie tight ends can do it. 
fucking makes these people still think that Evan Ingram is good. Something about this mic brings us out of Jason, guys. I gotta tell you, this—he's such a nice. I know. I just he's such a nice guy, <gasps> and he doesn't—he doesn't talk shit about anyone. I've never heard Jason talk shit about a single soul, except <laughs> when we're on this fucking podcast and he has a player he doesn't like, he just rips into them. Who the fuck I are just, you, it, you piece of shit? <laughs> it's, it's honestly angry, uh, angering because angering, <laughs> frustrating, because look, if Trevor Lawrence was supposed to be this next great prospect. He's not going to be. He just got fucked. Don't tell me Trevor Lawrence was the the winner of free agency. No. Trevor Lawrence is the biggest loser of free agency. There are going to be free agents who don't even get contracts, and I contest that I contend that Trevor Lawrence is still a bigger loser than them. Wow. Because he's going to lose more money over the course of his career than those guys. Because he's never going to become the elite quarterback that he could be if Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, and Everett Ingram are supposed to be the guys that get him there. Yep. I'd be pissed if I was Trevor Lawrence. This guy just lost hundreds of millions of dollars while Christian Kirk got paid the seventh highest salary of all wide receivers. Fucking despicable. I don't, Jason, I, I don't know if you made yourself clear enough about how you feel about this. Uh, uh, here, Here's what I... And, and I won't be drafting them in fantasy if that wasn't clear. You know, usually it's you sign a guy to a, a contract like this when you think he could take some sort of next step, right? So the Jaguars are saying Christian Kirk can take a next step, right? But usually when that happens, a role is changing. So, like, a guy I think about a lot is, like, Plaxico Burris, right? He was the number two guy on the Steelers. He left the Steelers to join the Giants, where he became the number one. That worked out. Another one that didn't work out so well, although the jury's still out, Corey Davis. Corey Davis was a number two with the Jets. Then went to, I mean, the Titans went to the Jets to be a number one. That's usually how it goes. But Christian Kirk, he had an opportunity to be a number one guy. And he had Kyler Murray throwing to him. And he failed last year. He was a failure. He had a couple of, he caught a couple of bombs. That's what his specialty is. What what did he do that made you feel like he is capable of taking on the top cornerback on every team and beating them? And then you got Zay Jones on the other side. He played for the Raiders. He got his opportunity. And, you know, he was, you know, he had a couple of good games. But he failed. For the most part. And you're not talking about a situation where these guys are coming from, oh, well, you know, he had fucking Tyler Haneke throwing to him. He had Teddy Bridgewater throwing to him. No. These guys played with Josh Allen, Derek Carr, and Kyler Murray. These are not scrubs by any stretch of the imagination. I think Christian Kirk's rookie years was with Kurt Warner. No, not Kurt Warner. Sorry, that's I'm bugging. Um, Carson Palmer. Or not. Kurt Warner was that? For, was that? Am I bugging? Has it's, anyone seen that Kurt Warner movie, True American? No, but I I kind of want to see it though. It seems corny, but I like a little like corny. What'll be worse though, that one or the Sean Payton one? Oh no, I, I there's no there's no way in hell. A lot of people don't realize like that's an Adam Sandler movie, the Sean Payton one. No, really. Netflix Maybe. gave him a shitload of money, and I knew that just because of the cast. Adam Sandler just gets the same group of friends and puts them all in the same movie. Now in all the movies, 
his wife is always in it and his kids are always in it too. So in all his movies on Netflix, it's Kevin James, Steve Buscemi, yeah, Rob Schneider, his wife, his kids, him. That one so that's guy. Why Kevin ja- that's why Kevin James is Sean Payton. His kids are in the movie as football players. Those two guys that no one ever knows. You know, two guys that like always are in Adam Sandler movies, but like you don't really know their names. Yeah. You mean the the two generic looking yeah. white guys? Like the guy with the the one guy with the lazy eye and the other guy, right? Yeah. And like then the he has other a lazy like, eye and big daddy or something. The other guy who like talks with like a little bit of a lisp. And he has a slick back black hair. <laughs> oh, I could quote Adam Sandler movies all day though. Bro, my wife's family is literally quotes the water boy twenty four seven like that's that is they quote it 24 7 during my during my christening uh during my son's christening not my christening we were in here and they were like they were a little twisted and uh and my uh and my wife's whole family goes uh they got the devil out today them devil, 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 devil. And the whole family just goes on devil, 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 devil. <laughs> it was hilarious. Anyway, um, I think that's gonna do it for our first side. What do you say, Jay? It's we're thirty-two minutes in. Yeah, I feel like this was more of just like a podcast about weird life things than actual football, but we did it. It's the off season, so that's what uh, happened. I mean, yeah. To be honest, like. I like breaking shit down and obviously and all that, but if you're breaking shit down now um, and, like, expecting it to be actually, like, this is what you're going to... Are you, are you starting your car? Are you are you podcasting and driving? I'm going to have to call the authorities. I just started my car, yeah, because I have to <laughs> I have to see the Zoom. The, the Zoom is the... Um, it's not what we're your, talking through. Use your fucking phone and put on your flashlight. What do you mean you got to see it? I, my phone is... Oh, yeah, you're right. I should have done that. You'd rather start your entire car than press a button on your phone. <laughs> Jason, I don't That's know what I don't know crazy. what you want me to tell you, bro. Like I don't know what you want me to tell you. The answer is yes. All right. See ya. <laughs> Thank you everybody for listening to this episode. To catch the rest of the episode, please join us over at patreon.com where the rest of this episode is just one of a ton of features and extras that we offer you to help you win your leagues and dominate all season long also don't forget to download the fantasy football by brodo app it is the number one number one app for fantasy information and is the only app you need for complete and utter fantasy domination don't forget to follow us at on twitter at brodo fantasy and on instagram and on tiktok for my brothers at Brodo FF Mike, at Brodo FF Jason, our brother from another mother, at Brodo FF Casanova, and me, at Brodo FF Tim. Follow us on Twitter, and we will see you next week. Later.